A helicopter pilot finds a very strange monolith in a remote part of Utah. A mayor won't require COVID masks until the Holy Spirit says so. And native Californians got very high on hallucinogenic plants and painted rock art, a new study finds. These are the weird stories for the Wednesday of this week, the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, this is Weird AF News that you're listening to, the only podcast that's daily, that's weird, and is hosted by a comedian, I'm happy to say. I'm Jonesy, your host. Let's do it. A mysterious metal monolith was found in the desert of Utah. Theories abound. Ooh, what could this metal monolith be? A giant metal mystery slab has captured the attention of millions as people speculate over how such a structure came to be in a very remote part of southern Utah. The object was first spotted by a helicopter pilot and wildlife officers who were flying above the rugged area to conduct an annual count of bighorn sheep for the state of Utah. Ooh, they do the bighorn sheep count. Uh, <laughs> just imagine these officers flying around in a helicopter. Okay, there's one over there. Two, three, four. Oh, never mind. That's a bush. Five, six. Is that three or just two? I can't tell. Uh, Sandy, can you take a look at that? Is that three or just two? I can't tell. Man, these bighorn sheep, they look so tiny from up above. We need a better method than this. <laughs> what is that slab? <laughs> that was my. That was me acting out how they discovered the slab as they countered the bighorn sheep from a helicopter above. Uh, you have to have majored in accounting to get that bighorn sheep counting job. Uh, now, anyways, this drew immediate comparisons, of course, this metal monolith. Uh, to what? Can you imagine? I mean, if you know your movies, if you know specifically your 70s movies, you know the deal. Although I think it was made in 69. 2001, A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick, uh, one of my favorite directors. They come they come upon the monolith. They come coming up. I can't get this out. They come upon the monolith uh, on two occasions in that film. The astronauts find the monolith on the moon, and the monkeys find the monolith on Earth. Uh, if you guys recall, and uh, so there's a lot of uh, comparisons of this metal monolith to the one in the film. Uh, let's get into the article. See if there's any parallels. This could just be a prank. I mean, we don't know that. The helicopter pilots. Name is Brett. Brett had the opportunity to see the big metal slab up close and guessed it was probably the work of an artist. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure it was an artist. Artists do weird shit like this. Here's my impression of Brett. I'm assuming it's some kind of like new wave artist or something or, you know, somebody that was a big 2001 Space Odyssey fan. You know, you know, I don't know. I just I just fly helicopters, bro. <laughs> what do I know about monoliths man i'm I, they don't even let me count the sheep man i'm just i don't have those kinds of skills i just fly the chopper bro that's what i that's what i do i don't know nothing about sheep this work was compared to those of many minimalist sculptures including artist john mccracken who died in 2001 oh poor john mccracken that last name is just terrible uh also david zwerner uh while this is not a work by the late American artist John McCracken, we suspect it is a work by fellow artists paying homage to Kraken. McCracken. What did this McCracken guy put weird shit in the desert all over the world? Well, one thing is known about this structure. It is illegal. <laughs> of course, everything's illegal. It is illegal to install structures of art on federally managed public lands, according to the Utah's Department of Public Safety. This is true. 
No matter what planet you're from, it's illegal to install the art on the public lands. The agency said it does not plan to reveal the exact location of this monolith. Yeah. They say it is in a very remote area, and if individuals were to attempt to visit this area, there is a significant possibility they may become... I can't even get this out, man. There's a significant possibility they may become stranded and require a rescue. Wow, it's in the middle of nowhere then. This whoever put this there didn't expect it to be seen by too many people. For sure. For sure. Well, I'll tell you right now. I love this metal monolith that we just can't seem to wrap our heads around. I love mystery. I love the unknown. It just makes the world a weirder place. And in my opinion, a weirder world is a better world. A mayor won't require COVID masks until the Holy Spirit says so. The mayor of a Tennessee county on Alabama's northern border says COVID-19 cases are increasing there, but he won't order residents and visitors to wear masks until the Holy Spirit moves him to do so. Well, I hope the Holy Spirit gives you a cough, brother. That way you're moved to save your community. It isn't that he's anti-science, it says here. He's an Auburn University-trained veterinarian and understands science. I don't think so. I don't think he understands science. I really doubt. He says the virus is science, and it's true, and I do believe masking helps prevent the spread of it, but I don't feel I should mandate people wearing masks at this time. I just don't think so. It's not about the science, man. I just don't want to tell people what to do. I just don't. I don't feel comfortable. I don't know why they put me in charge of this place. I just don't understand it. Did I even run for this position? Sheesh, man. Sheesh. I just want to stay home and drink my whiskey. Newman says he keeps up with the COVID-19 numbers in Lincoln County. Well, good. Good for you. You're paid to. What do you want? A, what do you want? A cookie, Newman, for keeping up with the COVID-19 numbers? Pretty easy. You just got to look on your phone. <laughs> oh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Florida's cousin. I feel so sorry for you. Mayor Newman said he takes any big decision to God for guidance. And in his Baptist denomination, Newman said that guidance comes from the holiest of holies, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in us, within us, he says. It's a heart thing. It's not a mind thing, but you're... You're using all your God-given talents, your physical or mental or spiritual, all those things. When I pray for guidance, I may not know the answer immediately. When I pray for the guidance. Good, good. You keep praying, Newman, for the guidance. Meanwhile, people around you are getting ill. Dummy. Some people in the community don't feel like waiting for the Holy Spirit to appear for Newman. (laughs) Some people don't want to wait for the Virgin Mary's face to appear in a pancake for him before he'll start telling people to wear masks and save themselves. One person in the community said, people feel like there's a chance for leadership and he's not taking it and he's ducking behind the Holy Spirit. We have all talked to the Holy Spirit and gotten different ideas. (laughs) Wow, everybody's just talking to the Holy Spirit but me, man. What do I need? What kind of changes do I need to make in my life where I too can can just download information from a Holy Spirit? I want to know. Another thing I want to know is, uh, why are we still allowing church and state to be one? I mean, didn't we already have a fight over this a long time ago, the separation of church and state? Yet all over the place still, in certain parts of this country, it's like this church is still seeping into the state and its decisions. 
This guy's waiting for a Holy Spirit to tell him when to make a change to save the community or at least, you know, put forth some guidelines that'll make it a little safer. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. I think, I mean, I know I took public school. I'm pretty sure I recall learning about the separation of church and state. And I just, but for whatever reason, 2020, it's still around. You got people who are working in government waiting for a picture of Jesus to speak to them before they make a change, before they put it to a vote. They want to... You want the Holy Spirit to be coming to them in their bedroom, just out of their minds, out of their minds. Now, I know I live in a state where my governor's a moron. I know it. I'm not proud of it. You know, the guy puts us all on lockdown and then goes and has a, a meal with some friends at a winery. I know he's stupid. I know it. But at least he doesn't sit around and wait for a ghost to, before he makes a decision. He's not waiting for, you know spirits from the netherworld to give him guidance on policy. At least that's not going on. Yeah, you know, I'll take, I'll take a somewhat insane person over a completely insane person. Uh, I can say that for sure. Meanwhile, guys, 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 just wear your, wear your masks when you're around others. Just please, please. You don't got to wear your mask when you're jogging all alone outside. I think that's rather foolish. I see a lot of people doing that. It's just going to make you pass out because it's hard to get the oxygen that you need when you're doing cardio. I mean, unless you're running a marathon and there's four people next to you side by side, you know, then wear a mask. But if you're just jogging alone, I think it's okay. But if you're going out... You're going to be around other people. You're going to a grocery store. In the case of people in Tennessee, you're going to go to the gun shop. Put on a mask. Don't wait for the Holy Ghost to tell you to do so. Native Californians got very high on hallucinogenic plants and painted rock art. A new study finds. How about that? Native Southern Californians, dude. We're getting messed up for millennia, bro. Getting all... Dude, you want to get wasted and paint some cave art with me, bro? I mean, imagine how bored they were back then. They had to do this. What else is there to do? Well, the first clear evidence that Native Americans consumed hallucinogenic plants at rock art sites has been found in Southern California in a place called the Pinwheel Cave, according to new research. This cave is home to a striking image of, guess what? A pinwheel. The pinwheel is thought to represent the shape of the sacred Datura flower. Datura is a hallucinogenic plant, by the way. Uh, it is known to have psychoactive properties. Yes, the plant was typically chewed. They even found remnants of the Datura plant found stuck in crevices in the ceiling of this pinwheel cave. Hmm. Researchers found much evidence of this plant in the cave dating back between 1530 and 1890. Analysis shows that the plant had been mashed and chewed by humans. While it has long been thought that rock and cave art was made during trance states induced by hallucinogens, unambiguous evidence of the consumption of hallucinogens has not been reported from any rock art site anywhere in the world until now. This evidence backs up many theories by scholars who believe that oftentimes rock art was predominantly produced inside caves by shamans. The paintings these researchers suggested represented the visions that came to the shamans during their drug-induced trances. That's right. In fact, in certain caves around the world, you'll find uh, even paintings of mushrooms or what look like mushroom gods, you know, like a figure with a bunch of mushrooms coming out of the body, uh, which has led scholars to theorize that uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms were were uh, taken during those cave 
art, visions by the shamans, etc. One archaeologist and historian says, The idea is that a male shaman goes off to a hidden space and takes his hallucinogens at his vision quest site, and he produces, reproduces his visions on the rock, what he sees. The article ends by saying, So why might the people who lived in this particular cave in Southern California have taken Datura, the hallucinogenic plant? The study didn't give any hard answers, but Datura has been associated with adolescent group initiations in native Californian culture. Though most evidence points to the plant being brewed as a drink rather than chewed, as the evidence in this particular cave has revealed. Yes, yes, hallucinogens. They go back so far, so far. Mushrooms, ayahuasca. I mean, you name it. There's so many variations. Many of them are uh, come out of the Amazon. Our ancient ancestors like to get messed up, bro. I mean, it's clearly evident that our ancient ancestors got messed up. Dude, you want to get high and come to my cave, man? <laughs> I mean, come on. That was happening. It was totally happening. Why not? It's free. It is completely free. And you're so bored back then. What else is there to do? Okay, there's no video games. There's no sports. No podcasts. What the hell are you going to do? Now you're going to take hallucinogenic plants that you find on the ground for free. You're going to brew them up. There's nothing else to do. Hey, let's go in the cave. Let's tell stories around a fire. Maybe paint on the walls. Yeah, man. This is some weird AF history I'm dropping on you, right? Isn't that good? I'm just trying to expand your mind, man. My, 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 my weird AF news. My, 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 my weird AF news. Down, down, down. What's up, y'all? This is your host, Jonesy, and this is the outro of this episode. I got no reviews to read, nor did I receive any emails from fans. There might be a phone call or two that I'll play at the end of this outro if you'll stick around. I'm really happy that it's the end of the episode and I can move on with my life. <laughs> ah, I'm grateful for you guys for putting up with me. Um, I'm in a very strange mood. Highly caffeinated per usual. And um, trying to keep my head up for the holidays. Trying to stay in a good mood. Trying to stay... Hey, you know, as I watch all my Thanksgiving plans just go down the drain, you know, I was going to meet up with uh, with a friend to get uh, a, some dinner at a an outdoor seating restaurant. And then the governor of California decided to not allow anybody to eat outside or maybe it was L.A. County. Either way, they're like, no, only take out. OK, OK, only take out. All right. So, so what next? What next? Also was going to go after we ate, go visit a. Or one of our uh, fellow softball teammates, yeah, and his wife, and just maybe have a couple of beverages and play darts or something, you know, something low key, just just a just four or five of us. But then, uh, then the the softball dude was like, "Yo, my wife's brother caught COVID from his kid, and uh, we're 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 just gonna play it safe, so you guys can't come over and say hello. Sorry, yeah, maybe next year." <laughs> then that fell through. So. Right, what's Jonesy going to do for Thanksgiving? It's still up in the air. Still up in the air. Shoot, I don't care, man. I'll go to Boston Market. I'll go to Boston Market and get a bird the night before and then just cook it in the freaking microwave with some mashed potatoes and gravy. Stuffing. I don't give a damn. I'll just have a, I'll have a good Thanksgiving all by myself, huh? You can't stop me. You can't stop a Bostonian. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you guys... Have a lovely Thanksgiving, of course. Um, 
Obviously, I wouldn't say otherwise. I wouldn't wish otherwise. You're my loyal listeners. And I have the utmost adjuration for all of you. I know what you go through having to listen to my annoying voice every day. So I, I know. I know. Take a holiday. Take a holiday and enjoy yourselves. Talk to your family. Hang around. Don't, don't gather too much, though. Like, don't get like 20 people, okay? Come on now. Be smart about it. All right. Try and keep it to under 10 if you can. I know some of you guys got big families. Not a lot of big families around lately, but there are some. They are. And so just be careful. That's all. Just, just be careful. Be mindful. Be mindful of the elderly in your family. You know, if they get sick, it could be very dicey. Okay. So just think about them this time of year. All right. Think about what they need. You know, maybe just, just tell them to stay the hell home. Just be like, you stay home, grandpa. Sorry, you're not coming over. <laughs> I'll drop a tray off on your front door. I'll ring the bell and run away. That's your Thanksgiving dinner. How about that, buddy? No, I'm kidding. That's mean. That's mean. You know, let them come over. Just put them in a bubble. Just wrap them in Reynolds wrap. <laughs> Make a little breathing hole for them. Put a mask over that, and then they're good to go. You can seat them at the table. <laughs> Grandpa, are you are you enjoying the food? Well, we can't hear him through all, through all that through all that plastic wrap. So I'm assuming he's enjoying it. I've been feeding him through the straw. So is that enough gravy for you? I dropped it down the chute. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Clearly, I don't care. I don't care. Check out my Patreon, guys, for the holidays. Patreon.com/slash Weird AF News. I'm just gonna sing everything from the, for the rest of my life and just annoy the hell out of everyone. Including the neighbors. Uh, I just discovered my neighbors go to college. They like go to the local college. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why they don't sleep. That's why they're up till three in the morning every night. Oh, okay, got it, got it. It's like being a college student right now. You don't even go to class. You just Zoom from home. God, how good do you have it, college students? How good do you have it? You don't have to wake up and put on clothes anymore. It's unbelievable. I'm so jealous. Anyways, that's the end of my soapbox rants. Um, I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving, guys. If you want to check in on me, you can reach me on Instagram, at funnyjones. You know it. I don't have to tell you. And the email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Check out weirdafnews.com. That's the official website. It's official because I said so. <laughs>